Hello everyone I hope you all are doing great welcome to the first episode of the trading show in this episode I'll answer some basic questions related to investing and trading uh, in stock markets basically according to me if you are learning anything you should first learn the basics and this episode is all about basics in stock market investing in India to be specific at the end of this episode you will get answers to all your questions related to how to invest where to invest and why to invest uh, that's the most important thing so let's just not waste time and get right into the episode so now the basic question arises why you should invest investing your hard earned money in assets which can generate enough returns to sustain through your life basically your retired life is very important investing is a lifelong affair and one has to devise an efficient plan to save and invest throughout the working years before we understand why one should invest let us figure out what if one chooses not to invest so just assume you earn 50000 rupees per month of which you spend 30000 towards the cost of living and therefore left with just 20000 in your savings account you choose not to invest that and this monthly surplus is left in your savings account now the question is at this rate how much money will you have by the time you retire so for the sake of simplicity we assume your employer is uh, employer is kind enough to give you a 10% salary hike the cost of living increases by 8% that is the inflation you are 30 years old now and you plan to retire at the age of 50 this implies that you have just 20 years of working left with you and also you don't intend to work post retirement your expenses are fixed and don't foresee any other expenses the balance cash of 20000 per month is retained in the form of cash probably in your bank's saving account now just take some time maybe get a pen and paper and do the math at this rate you can work out the amount of money you would be left by the time you retire so i did the math actually you don't have to take any paper or pen so here is the math first year you earn rupees 6 lakh that is rupees 50000 for 12 months your yearly exp- expenses are 3 lakh 60000 your yearly saving is 2 lakh 40000 in the second year you get a hike of 10% so you earn 6 lakh 60000 the expenses increase by 8% so do the retained cash after 20 years of hard work you accumulate just 1.7 crore rupees expenses are fixed your lifestyle has not changed over the years and even you probably suppressed your lifelong aspirations of better home better car international vaca- vacations and uh, all that luxuries post retirement assuming expenses will grow at rate of 8% 1.7 crores is just good enough to sail you through just 8 years of post retirement life 8th year onwards you are likely in a very tight spot with literally no savings left to back you up now we'll see the other case instead of keeping the cash idle you choose to invest the cash in an investment option which grows at 12% per annum for example end of first year you retained 2 lakh 40000 which you decide to invest at 12% for the next 19 years the second year you retain 271000 which is again invested at 12% for 18 years so on and so forth 
at the end of 19 years the first year's investment of 240 grows to 2067063 rupees to be specific that is at the rate of 12% growth likewise the second year's investment of 271 grows to 2 lakh 20 lakh 85519 if you add up all the final values you get a massive corpus of 4.2 crores which is a whooping 2.4 times higher then what would you have saved otherwise clearly this is the reason why you should invest and why you need to invest to summarize this you have three compelling reasons to start investing today first is to fight inflation second to create wealth and the third is to meet financial aspirations now that you are hopefully convinced to invest the bigger question arises about where to invest and what returns one can expect from his or her investment The first thing when it comes to investing is to choose an appropriate asset which matches your risk profile. More on risk profile later, but here are the most popular assets one can invest in: fixed income instruments, equity, real estate and gold. Whichever way you look at it, these are the only four viable investment options available in India. The trick is to make sure we invest wisely. to ensure our investment results in a reasonable rate of return for every unit of risk undertaken the risk and rewards of investment go hand in hand for example if an investment is considered risky then it most likely offers a high return if an investment is considered safe then the returns will be moderate too so risk and reward are like two sides of the same coin now we move on towards fixed income fixed income are assets with limited downside risk and limited return as well the returns in fi are in the form of interest payment based on the fi instrument the interest payment could be quarterly half yearly or even annually typical fi investments include bank fds bonds issued by government of india bonds issued by government agencies and bonds issued by private companies as of uh, april 2019 the typical return rate from a fixed income instrument varies between 7 to 10% investment in fd is best suited if you want to protect your capital and at the same time earn a moderate return now we move on towards equity which is most important for us investment in equities involves buying of shares of publicly listed companies the shares are available on exchanges such as the bombay stock exchange referred as bse and the national stock exchange referred as nse when an investor invests in equity unlike a fixed income instrument there is no capital guarantee however as a trade off the return from equity investment can be extremely attractive indian equities have generated returns close to 14 to 15% over the past 15 years Investing in some of the best and well-run Indian companies has yielded over 20% in the long term. Identifying such investment opportunities requires skill, hard work, and patience. You may also be interested to know that the profits generated over a long-term period attract just 10% tax, with the first one lakh being exempted. So this is the another added attraction to investing in equities. Now we move on to real estate. Real estate investment involves transacting commercial and non-commercial land. Typical examples would include transacting in sites, apartments, farmland and commercial buildings. The transacting procedure can be quite complex involving legal verification of documents. 
the cash outlay in real estate investment is usually quite large there is no official metric to measure the returns generated by a real estate investment hence it would be hard to estimate the returns from real estate now we turn to the last investment option uh, that is gold investing in gold and silver is perceived as the safest investment option ever this perception is widespread across the whole world gold and silver over a long term period have appreciated in value investment in these metals have generally resulted in a high return rate of approximately 7 to 8 over the last 20 years there are several ways to invest in gold and silver one can choose to invest in the form of jewelry or etf that is exchange traded funds or the government issued gold bonds now considered all the investment options now we will study how one should allocate his or her money in all the four options your investment should have a strong mix of all asset classes it is prudent to diversify your investment among the various assets to create an investment portfolio the technique of allocating money across assets is referred to as asset allocation for instance a young professional can take a higher amount of risk given his age and the number of years to retirement typically it is advisable for such investors to allocate at least 7% in equities 20% in fi and the rest in gold or silver or any other precious metal by the same logic a retired person could invest 70% in fi 20 in equity and the remaining in precious metals as you can imagine the ratio in which one allocates investments across assets is dependent on the risk appetite of the investor so basically we can conclude that everything depends on the risk a person takes and what returns he expects from his investment so that's it for this episode i hope you gained something informative and if you then don't hesitate to share this episode i'll see you in the next one in next episode we'll discuss about some basic terms related to the stock market and all those stuff uh, so till then have a nice day and be productive and keep investing